Welcome to Patch Notes. Uh, we're back again. Uh, not really much of a of a of a um, of a uh, uh, hiatus this time at all. No, um, no. I can't even think of the word hiatus. It was so yeah. quick. I mean, we're um, pretty much weekly. It's only been like eight days or nine. days. I know it's not before. bad at all. Yeah. And and from release to re- recording, I mean, honestly, like way better. Yeah. So, uh, hi, how's it going, hey, John? It's all right. Um, yeah, those who uh, have listened to the last episode will uh, know that I am still happily eating from the taco truck like a pig from a trow. Um, <laughs> is it is it is it good? Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm I'm now like going through the menu and trying everything on it now that I've verified that I like like a basic item, the, the carnitas tacos. Uh, you know, once I now I have that, like if I have a bad experience, I can always just go back to that. I will say that last time you got the carnitas tacos, you said that they had given you too many too much. carnitas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is they, is they, that still the case? They're still very generous, but like it, they they pulled it back to a portion where the taco can actually sustain the amount of carnitas. See, the thing is, I had it was stupid the first time because I should have just knocked some of the carnitas out and like eaten them with a fork. And just, you know, done that. But I was like, no, this is how it was designed. These were the carnitas that were put in the tacos. And even though they're overflowing the actual... <laughs> well, cor- you know, I feel like that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, look, are you going to like... I, I feel like if you order from a taco truck, you have to sort of accept the taco truck's logic. You can't, yeah, I mean, you, I'm not going to tell the guy how to do his job. You can't Monday morning qu- quarterback that. I mean, I could on a podcast. But no, it's the for, wrong thing to do. <laughs> for wide consumption, but... Please don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, it, not that wide. Um, anyway, uh, how's how's things going? I um, I, I felt bad because last time I said that the episode was a little a little bit of a downer. Uh, last week's episode, which I mean it was, mm-hmm. um, and then someone I think it was Camel commented. I hope John uh, doesn't sound even more depressed. Well, uh, too <laughs> bad. <laughs> I, I felt. I, I, I felt still. I wasn't. You. I felt bad I for you because that. I. I don't think that should be your brand. I feel. Like I that's think it a, is my. It is becoming my brand. I'm, I was just wondering if that was a reaction to actually hearing me talk on the episode because I was fairly. Um, I'd say you were angry. Doomery. That's true. I mean, yeah. you were. You were. You were. Um, red. Fatalistic. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't like. I, I would. Yeah, I would say you were not the the Wojak Doomer. You were like um, some well, thank sort of different angry Doomer. I was, <laughs> I was some different Wojak. You're some sort of di- everyone's some kind of Wojak. You're a different ro- Wojak now. Um, maybe uh, I don't know Trad Wojak or no, um, I'm I'm not Trad Wojak. I don't know. He says yes a lot. That's uh, true. He has a much better beard. <laughs> well, I can't grow a, as good a beard either, so you know that's how it goes. Um, well, uh, I also saw that you finished a uh, a piece at Goonhammer you've been working on for a yeah. while, uh, which means you don't have to you don't have to play Bioshock Infinite anymore. That's correct. I have removed it from the hard drive of my computer. That must uh, be I was toying with playing the DLC. I specifically didn't play the DLC to that game, the Barrel at Sea DLC. Uh, for for review reasons, I wanted to play the game as it was released in 2013. Reasonable. Uh, since they didn't work the DLC into the story, those were you know, they're 
you know, post hoc additions. They're not part of the original experience. Oh, so they're um, truly like they're truly add-ons. Like yeah, yeah. Like you have to go to a different uh, menu. You have to oh, go to, weird. This is this was kind of like this is 2013. So it's the an era before sort of the idea of releasing a, a mid-game DLC that's just not really connected to everything else. Yeah, I remember playing sort of um, Dark Souls then, and, like, the DLC was, like, a thing, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't care. I'm not going to play the DLC. And that was, like, thinking about that now, I'm like, well, it's a game I enjoyed. Why wouldn't I play the DLC? But back yeah, then, it really, it really was a thing. Like, it was like, eh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, there's all those weird mushrooms in that part of the game. Hate yeah, they're scary. Creeps. But yeah, yeah there's also uh, there's also cool bosses. So yeah. Anyway, um, that's wonderful though. You're you're you've done a big project. Uh, you're eating taco trucks. I mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like you're going to be okay. I'm, I'm going to be better. I mean, we're still not even, not even springing for okay. Not even springing for okay. We're we're keeping our goals Yikes. realistic and our nose to the grindstone. Yikes! All right, well, cool. Um, how's it going? Uh, it's it's ugh, fucking Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, they really uh, this week has been bad for them. Uh, not that they have a lot of really good weeks recently. I mean, we knew – I mentioned last week, last episode, we sort of knew something like this was coming. We had the, the pre-shocks of it with one guy getting in trouble. But then this uh, report out of the French newspaper um, – it's uh, it's however French people say the word liberation. It's the word liberation. Uh, the French are, are, you sure it's, are you sure it's not the one that everyone got really excited about because it was attacked that one time? No. Uh, what was so. that? Uh, the Je suis Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Hebdo. Charlie Hebdo. That's was it. What Charlie it was. Hebdo. It was not Charlie Hebdo. Okay. Well, I could only remember the hashtag. My apologies to that. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you remembered one of it because honestly, like that me not even remembering magazine. the name of it is a little embarrassing. Yeah. Um. No. So uh, liberation, or however they say it, uh, liberté. Uh, yeah. Fraternité. They uh, published a long, uh, exhaustive, really, uh, detail of allegations against the chief creative director of, like, the entire studio. Like, you know, Ubisoft is, or Ubisoft is a, like, like 173 studios or something insane like that, all running under the direction of uh, the the, the head offices in France. Sure, yeah. Um, and so the guy whose basic job is that he gets to be, like, the ideas guy for the entire fucking company. It's a good job. Um, yeah, Sergei uh, Haskoet. Haskoet. Mm-hmm. What happened? Whatever. Sergei something. Or Serge the, something. The, um, the, the, uh, the idea guy behind such hits as uh, Far Cry 5 and uh, every single... Um, Tom Clancy uh, game. Yeah, Rainbow <laughs> Six game. Just like a, a genius in his field. Yeah, so anyway, that guy had been covering for his number two, who was doing such great stuff as going around to parties and choking women, uh, threatening people, uh, otherwise physically assaulting people. Uh, this is this report is Yikes. light on the sexual harassment and heavy on the like actual physical assault. Like, that punching is... people and choking people and... I feel like that's, like, that's actually fairly rare these days. It is. Like, usually... Like, <laughs> Most corporate environments don't have the CEO having the ability 
or his, his C-suite people, his top executives, having the ability to just put their hands on you in public uh, in a way that you could just you should be able to call just call the police. Right. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, it's it's uh, yeah. It's like especially after the Redskins story came out, which um, you know I I don't know if you tweeted this or someone else tweeted it, but almost certainly. Um, I, I said the name uh, I just so people know from here on out, I'll say Washington football team, but it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, just I know it's not a sports audience, so you have something to Google uh, the Washington NFL team um, who is now changing their name. Thank 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 God. Uh, put out, for, yeah. After putting in a press release um, using the name seven times. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. But uh, there were a million uh, reporters who were saying like, oh, watch out. There's something crazy coming out about the, the Washington football team. And it was awful, like it was sexual harassment. But I agree with uh, you. I think you were the one who said, like, half of these journalists were just, like, running interference for the team and setting up unreasonable expectations. But, like, you know, we expect stuff. We expected uh, sports fan audience expected something like this Ubisoft report where, like, it went beyond uh, the, the, the truly awful work environment and, and went into something like deeply, deeply criminal. Yeah, let's well let's let's talk about the DC football team for a second because the failures in journalism there were all right. So what happens is um, the press release comes out. I think it was that uh, it was Monday this Monday uh, that the team is changing its name, uh, and the press release is this petulant, whiny, um, like three paragraph thing on the team stationery, which of course uses. The old team name and logo, which um, is, I mean, extremely. The racist. logo is, yeah, yeah. Please, please, Wild. never ever listen to anyone who's like, uh, <laughs> never ever listen to anyone who's like, oh, you know, like uh, they've they've polled seventy Native Americans and most of them think it's good. Like it is, it's egregious. Like it's it's yeah. you know the last truly truly egregious major sports. Uh, well, no, that's not true. Well, no, Chief Wahoo's dead. So yeah, Chief yeah. Wahoo's dead. I mean, there are some that should still be changed, but it's the last one where you're like, wow, are we living in the 50s still? Yeah. Uh, So that comes out Monday. uh, But a couple days before, maybe just the day before, uh, the team fired three high-level, two high-level front office guys and like a play-by-play radio guy. Nothing to see here. Yeah. So... The uh, the memo drops that the team name uh, team name change is happening, and then suddenly every and it's specifically male uh, beat writer in the DMV uh, the DC Maryland Virginia uh, sports area. Thank you for you know, thank you for telling us what DCMV is. I was I was uh, about to get worried there. Yeah, I mean that's it's, it's weird. I feel like no one. I, I feel like I'm getting old because I no one used DMV in Maryland until like I went to New York and came back and suddenly it was everywhere. Mm. Like if there was a if there was a a tri-state descriptor that I heard um for that area was Delmarva uh, which is obviously Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. And I guess while I was uh living up in New Jersey and New York, uh everybody got together and decided to kick Delaware out of the huddle. Uh, which is great. Fuck that place. I think it's fair. Um, I mean, I like Delaware more than you do because it's more a Philadelphia place than a mm-hmm. uh, than a DC place. But I don't think it it does not belong in uh, Maryland, DC, Virginia. That's not yeah. the, that's not the same thing. Yeah. So um, every sports reporter that covers the uh, Washington football team uh, started doing this like hyperventilating um, 
we can't tell you what this is, but we're hearing rumbles that something's coming from the Washington football team that's going to uh, spell the end of Dan Snyder. Yeah, Dan Snyder is the, the owner. owner. And I mean, basically, team. like, literally, like, John is not overstating this. Like, it, it really was like, hey, we're hearing something. We, you know, we would tell you if we could, but uh, this is this is huge. It's enormous. It's like the, you know, bombshell news coming down the pike. Uh, stay tuned. Like, it was – and for days. It was extremely Yeah, for annoying. about 48 hours, and every journalist who was actually being responsible had their bullshit sensor go off because mm-hmm. these guys were also journalists, supposedly. Uh, I mean, they're mostly access reporters. How dare you say such things about Mike Florio? (laughs) Yeah, they mostly repeat um, press releases and hobnob for social influence. Uh, But, you know, they do they do occasionally, uh, you know, report what players said from the locker room from time to time. That's that's journalism. There is useful sports journalism to be done (laughs) in that sphere. Anyway, these guys, we're not doing that like the job of a journalist is not to say, ha ha, I know something you don't know, which is what they were doing. Uh, and, and yeah, so there was criticism, quite rightly in some cases, criticism after the news dropped, which was that, um, properly speaking, the news is that the Washington football team has hired an outside investigator, uh, outside investigator law firm to uh, conduct an external investigation into the company culture which we didn't know why they were conducting that external investigation of the company culture for another, like, 10 hours until the Washington Post story dropped, which was that uh, 15 women over the course of a decade um, have accused um, the Redskins' front office of serial and endemic sexual harassment, and in some cases, assault. All right, cool. Now, as some people said uh, afterwards... It's kind of really shitty for people to go, oh, is that it? To that. Right, exactly. And it's, but, like, it is truly like one of those things where so, where I, I saw some very thoughtful people saying like, this is terrible. Like, it, and, and it should, it should like, it is, uh, it speaks very ill of our society that anyone can say that's it. But we were led to believe this was like Epstein level, like nefarious trafficking yeah. stuff. And this is like, this will not... Dan Snyder is not going to leave. Um, well, I'm I'm not sh- the, the 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 place the way the way the place that the rumors got to by the time that the news that it was an independent investigation by an external law firm came out was a ref bribery scandal. Yeah, there was ref bribery. There was oh, there was one thing where uh, it said that uh, the coach had. Uh, taken out a running back because um, they were sleeping with the same woman and he was mad about it. Um, and the running back uh, was not there to block for Alex Smith, who then got his um, entire body destroyed. Like his leg destroyed. Sure that's like, just a baller storyline. It's yeah, no, that but it sounds like a baller story. I, I know, but what if it were true? What if yeah. it were true? Well, so it great. wouldn't even matter because that was one coach ago. Like uh, that—that's that's particularly silly because that'd be a Jay Gruden story, and no one would care about that. Come on, though, that'd be a great um, story. Yeah, um, uh, the ref bribery thing was was also great because the idea that the, that the DC football team was bribing the refs and still losing all the time it was very funny. Um, was I did very see, funny. I did see people saying then like, well, actually, they were also throwing games, which that yeah. I believed that um, would be. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. So, the people saying, "Oh, that's it." Yes. 
it sucks that that was their reaction. And that was their reaction in part because they don't care. Some people, because they didn't care. And we're talking like the, 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 the diehard DC fans. Like a lot of the, a lot of the, the fan reaction was, oh, that's it, because they didn't care about what happens to the women in the front office. There was definitely a large segment of the population uh, paying attention to this news that was shitty in that specific way. Right. Um, there's also a segment of the population who is fatalistic about all this stuff, and we know that a sexual harassment allegation or 15 isn't going to topple an, an NFL owner. Right, yes, that's the other um, thing. And people, we people... know that the idiots who were whipping the fan base into a frenzy should have known something along those lines and shouldn't have turned this into a free-for-all where just the most lurid conspiracy theories were being bandied about yeah. to the point where this became a sideshow in and of itself because of the bad journalistic practices of a bunch of guys who wanted to brag that they were on the inside. Yeah, they had uh, sources. Speaking right? out yeah. and talk, you know, and pissing outside the tent. Um, so it was a really shameful display by basically all the media members, uh, local media members involved. It obviously uh, is a vicious uh, – and Snyder should lose the team for this. I mean, uh, you, he, what he did, and this is the most Dan Snyder thing ever, was preside over this this culture um, of uh, sexist intimidation and mm-hmm. harassment and occasional yes. assault, which he obviously knew about in some oh, effect. Oh, 100%. And while yes. he's not directly implicated, I don't believe – uh, in any of the known allegations himself, he definitely, you know, is has stories in there of him just being a, a worthless jackass mm-hmm. and also overseeing the guys who did all this stuff. So his idea was, do we just fire everyone? We hire an outside investigator to launder it um, and we Again, go about our day. Let's let's say from the cynical point of view, not like a not a game plan that has uh, had a, a bad track record. Yeah, I mean, no, this that's is a game plan that generally America works out. Handles this, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and Ubisoft's going to try a similar thing. One hundred. Uh, oh, let's yes. just put a, to put a pin in the DC football team. Uh, it did come out today that um, Madden, the uh, Madden Twenty One, the the video game, which brings which us back to video. Games. A lot, a lot of a lot of things came out about Madden, the video game. Uh, um, among which it's uh, it's rankings being like truly maybe the strangest of all time uh, yeah. this year. Well, I'm glad. I mean, I, I like it when Madden trolls the players. Mm. Um, and like, it is fun. You know, gives Tom Brady a 75 or whatever. Um, I assume he's still like 99 or something, even though he had a dog shit year last year. Yeah. So. The, well, the funniest one was Gronk having like a 95. It did like two years <laughs> after taking away from a year football. two years away. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, funny. Uh, but yeah, now the Madden uh, EA who makes Madden announced that uh, they will be removing obviously the DC football team's old name and old logo completely from the game. Uh, and Washington has until August 28th to uh, <laughs> figure out what the hell they're doing with that. Now they have announced that on next Monday. So uh, for all of you out there, that's uh, July the 20th. Uh, they will be announcing some sort of decision. Oh wow! Okay, so I knew that a lot of what they were ta- what they were working on was uh, caught up in uh, caught up in copyright 
uh, infringement trademark because, stuff. Yeah, because yeah. a, a cottage realtor, industry. Yeah, a realtor bought all of and the first time, first and only time I will celebrate a realtor on the podcast. But a realtor bought all of the. Uh, DC Realtor bought all of the possible names they could have used. Well, he didn't. He them. didn't. He bought all of the interesting ones. I really mm. would like to see um, the DC football team renamed the uh, Washington uh, Warhogs. Yeah, W A R space H O G S, not Warthogs. That would be cool. Um, mainly for the like the Raytheon and Northrop Grumman, uh, you know, brand synergy uh, endorsement mm. stuff there. Uh, but he they bought could be up, the you know, war pigs. That would be great. Like, uh, yeah. They could, well, yeah, I mean, you know, the get... hogs are a thing. With well, uh, yeah, with, I know, but yeah, no, no, you're you're one hundred percent right. Actually, that's that's a good point. Um, and so he bought up like the Washington Red Tails, which I believe is, is some sort of military unit. That seems like um, I, I would say that's the leader in the clubhouse. Except Dan Snyder is such a dummy that he's going to make it the Washington Warriors. So he's still well. Gets, he, the thing uh, is, he already owned Washington Warriors. He bought the. Washington Warriors uh, trademark back in 2000 uh, when he was interested in bringing an arena football league team mm. to D.C. by that name. And he held on to it. He renewed it in 2007. Held on to it until late – until in late 2019, a suit was filed by one, another one of these vultures. See, unlike you, I'm not going to praise these people. These people are, you know, shitty vultures. Well, um, but they're but they're they're attacking someone bad. <laughs> Uh, fuck them. I'm just uh, kidding. They, no, you're right. Worse. You're 100% like right. <laughs> remoras on the side of a shark. Um, anyway, this this other uh, copyright vulture uh, sued to get access to the trademark because he said uh, – what Snyder had said – had recently uh, given an interview where he said the team name would never be changed and told the reporters they could print never in all caps. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the sort of guy Dan Snyder is, um, and the court and the the Redskins, uh, the DC football. See, I almost got through without saying it. The DC it's tough. football. If you team, watch a lot of football. It's tough to. Well, yeah, I grew up being yeah, a fan of sure, that team. Of um, the DC football team did not uh, contest the filing, uh, and so the trademark uh, vacated in March 2020. And then three months later, (laughs) truly the worst run franchise. And he owns that he owns that trademark for 20 years, finally lets it lapse and need and immediately needs it back. Incredible. Now, I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to bully his way back into it. And I think that we will be looking at something on the lines of the Washington Warriors and that their logo is going to the uh, D.C. football team has a third logo, uh, which is a feathered spear. Uh, it's a spear logo with the feather from the current logo, uh, that the the one that is in the man's ear um, or head uh, hair thing, um, hanging off of it. And I think because Dan Snyder is a petulant baby and a racist, uh, and he's going to want to signal to the racists that they didn't all a- actually lose. Uh, that you know the the team's mascot is is still the same even though he has to change you know he has to get rid of the one logo and the name has to be different but you know he's still saying it's still the same team right um, yeah I think that's probably the most likely I mean I you know they're yeah yeah I'm, and also like just from a logis- logistical standpoint he already has those uniforms he already has that logo um, it's if if there is an NFL season that's going to happen. It's going to be happening in a matter of months. It is absolutely going to um, happen. Many people will die because of it. 
Yeah. That, so, is, my, like, that is my prediction. It's 100% going to happen. I don't think I, – frankly, I just don't even think there's a time – there's time for, like, a huge, mm. you know, logo and name search and, you know, rebranding of the of the franchise before the new season. It's just too late in the game. Mm. You're um, probably right. But, uh, yeah, so sort of bringing it back to video games, uh, they're just going to go in and probably just going to be a creative team, sort of. Like the, <laughs> the Washington whoever's, or the Washington General. I hope they go with the Washington Generals. That would be wonderful. I wonder if that if the, the Globetrotters people have that fully trademarked for football as well. Um, wow, good question. Because, I don't know. I bet they do. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think Snyder would ever use it because the, of the associations the Washington Generals have in popular culture, even if it was available. Uh, but I definitely think that as far as stand-in generic team names goes, that's pretty up there in terms are there, of are there any, what like, the DC football team represents. What are the – was it Tecmo Bowl who didn't – no, Tecmo Bowl had the, had the real names. Who didn't? Was it – No, Tecmo Bowl didn't have the real names, did it? It had QB Eagles in it. Well, okay, so it had QB Eagles, but I thought it had, like – but it had Eagles. Yeah, yeah, it had the team names, not the yeah, player yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, but there were, there were the... ones that didn't even have the team names. Oh. Um, oh, boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ah, darn. I wish I could figure it out. Because um, the, there, there probably are some funny... Let's see. Fictional... I mean, there's the baseball ones with Steve McDlichel or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's Sleeve for McDichael. sure. Um, List of American football games. So 10-yard fight might have it. Let's see, 10-yard fight. Um, this is this is important to me. We're going to figure this out. 10-yard uh, right. fight teams. Uh, that's not helpful. 10-yard uh, fight, also the name of a hardcore band. All right. Which is cool. Uh, I don't know. Fourth and inches. Wow, there are a lot of football games. Uh, Axis football, twenty sixteen. That's a rough one. Axis. Uh, yeah, Axis. It's by a company. like the Axis Powers. Yeah, it's by a company called Axis Games. Oh, okay. Well, that, that clarifies that and also it, doesn't clarify. No, not at all. Um, oh, that's cool. The first one is uh, the first one on this. Uh, Wikipedia page, and I'll stop now. But the first one on this Wikipedia page is uh, FTPBALL, which was released in 1965 on the DTSS, which is the Dartmouth Time Sharing System. <laughs> it's the first large scale OS to ever be implemented. It's for what it's nice. what Basic was developed for. Okay. Anyway, well, uh, that's, that's n- now you know. know something I know. Um, just now. Anyway, and now we circle all the way back to Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Uh, I keeps. I, I don't know. It's, how to it's say Ubisoft. It. I I, I'm pretty sure it's Ubisoft. All right. Um, Universal Basic wrong, Income no. Soft. Yes. Uh, so uh, after all these allegations, um, which came with a component where HR was covering them up systemically, yeah, um, yeah. they're very bad to quit and moss. If they weren't like if the current regime atop the company didn't put out a statement saying they were blameless, oh man, uh, which is quite the thing, quite the thing. That's uh, um, that's impressive. <laughs> that's just it's impressive. Apparently, the head evil. of HR was relieved of her duties but remains with the company, um, mm. which is interesting. Uh, it feels like this is like the. Uh, 
this is more it feels like we're just missing like the actual part of the blackmail allegation like sure. the head of HR is saying we know something and we're gonna you know and of course they should know they would know all of this stuff they yeah. have the files on all of it sure um they know where the bodies are buried that's sort of HR's job um in any company so all of this happened and then they had to put out a Ubisoft Ubisoft forward yeah so there, uh, yeah. There's a the basically, video. basically, they're like Nintendo Direct uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so they had to put out this really shameful uh, little statement saying, "Oh, well, this was pre-recorded, so under no circumstances could we possibly deal with the allegations that have come out." So bad. Um, so bad. Any sort of statement about it, and just like um, truly, truly, like the worst possible way you could handle it. Like even, even a terrible pre-release statement. Like or like terrible sort of like oh we wrote this last night statement would have been better like uh, absolute garbage. Yep. Um, so yeah, they couldn't work it into you know they they couldn't come up with one of these little stills because that's how these are posted now. Like you, you take you, you go into a into Paint or something or into Photoshop and you write your press statement on a like in white letters on a black background and right. you post it on your social media account instead of putting out a press release. They couldn't just take an image like that and put it at the front of the of the of the no, trailer never. show. It's impossible. No. They couldn't they couldn't have you know, it's really a shame cuz like I'm sure they wanted to, but uh Yeah. But it would have just taken away from all the peppy people having fun with engaging with the Ubisoft brands. Just like yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about like a poisoned company. Like I don't I don't know anyone who's excited about any Ubisoft product right now. No, like, I mean, I, and, and let's be fair. It's I wasn't excited about him before. All yeah, this bullshit came out. I mean, look, like I this think, is a bad, bad series of trailers. Even without, yeah, even without the, the, the overwhelming uh, specter of uh, workplace abuse, um, and and you know, actual like criminal sexual abuse happening. Um, yeah, and I I think like you know, outside of maybe you know your Rainbow Six sieges. I can't think of anyone who is remotely interested in Ubisoft anymore. Like, what uh, are you? Is, are you like fascinated like by Far Cry Six? I mean, some people were complaining. the The Ubisoft people were complaining because obviously, uh, Far Cry Six leaked uh, out of I want to say like a Hong Kong new, um, um, like website, like one of these. Um, promotional. Like, it, 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 so it, it so Ubisoft is now like like full on uh, Xi Jinping thought, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I'd be willing to blame the holdover Brits okay. for this, um, obviously. But uh, yeah, I don't want to say like I, f- I forget if it was uh, a Ubisoft like press office or something in Hong Kong, or if it was a gaming outlet in Hong Kong. But uh, a couple days before. This was this this Ubisoft Ford event happened. Uh, it was revealed, of course, that Far Cry Six would be the big draw, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito would be the uh, scenery chewing villain. And um, as I, like, it's basically a real world version of uh, we worked on this for ten months, and he just tweeted it out. Yeah, uh, and let's start. Let's let's start with Far Cry Six. Start with the back and move forward. Um, it looks like one of those. I want to say. All right, remember, like. Far Cry Three made an impact, yeah. especially with the with that villain, 
Voss or Ross or whatever his name was, the the pre Joker fight Joker fight guy. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, uh, people was, liked that game a lot. Like I feel like Far Cry Two was loved by a certain audience, and then Far Cry Three was loved by a slightly different audience, but still like generally a loved. much larger one, much yeah. larger audience. It was the first. It was also the first. Far Cry Two was an open world game, but it was a viciously punishing open world game. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the fast travel was really limited. Uh, it was a power fantasy, but it was a really it made you work for it mm-hmm. like you just get fucking murdered in the jungle uh by a checkpoint of the soldiers like the point of the game was that you were a conflict mercenary who was there to exploit both sides and steal their natural resources that was just the text of the video game yeah um like like the actual plot is of course that you were sent in country uh to this fake african nation who has two interchangeable uh, sides fighting each other? One's like the African, like the the country National Front, and the other the country Democratic uh, Guard or something. Right. Uh, and they're completely interchangeable, and you you do missions for both, and you play them off against each other. Your mission is supposedly to kill the Jackal. I believe he's just called the Jackal, and you'll recall the character of the Jackal is a variously used, um, you know, international late Cold War assassin, uh, a mercenary-type character. Right. Uh, Bruce Willis played him in uh, a movie by the same name, The Jackal. Uh, I forget who played him Richard in Night Gear. of the Jackal. But. Yeah, so do I. That back in 73. The idea is that he's a super competent, uh, amoral uh, assassin that the Americans have to stop. That's right. He's usually, usually he's not actually Soviet, but usually he works for the Soviets, that sort of thing. He, he opposes American interests through... Uh, violence while making, you know, we are really the same, you and I, speeches. Duh, uh, so you go, duh. In, you go in country, um, the guy immediately ambushes you because you have malaria and you pass the fuck out. Like, you, you get in country, you immediately get malaria, uh, and you're, like, completely weak and shivering and fucked up, and um, the jackal finds you and, like, takes your dossier, takes your gun, laughs at you and leaves you to die but he's doing like some heart of darkness i will teach you you know the 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 folly of your ways thing um (laughs) incredible and so that's two three is this thing where like uh in instagram this is before instagram really blew up this is like 2010 2011 or something Mm -hmm. is when far cry 3 came out um but it's that same sort of idea like a social media obsessed teen who's there for the hang gliding and the partying uh he and his friends crash land or, uh, you know, stupidly wander on to this tropical island where uh, a bunch of drug runners have set up a base alongside uh, a bunch of natives, um, and they don't get along, those two factions. Uh, I imagine uh, course, not, yes. And the drug runners kidnap you and your pretty white girlfriend and all those people um, and torture one of your friends and shoot them, I believe, uh, and then, oh, and then no. the Far Cry, and then the Far Cry starts, and you have to like you're like this this dumb teen learning to use a gun, um, but of course you're super competent because it's a it's a first person sh- open world first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like your aim sways or anything. If you're good at first person shooting games, you are you know a a top tier operator. Uh, and and obviously over the por- over the course of the game, it becomes clear that your character has gone insane. 
um, and now enjoys being a guy who fires a grenade launcher from the pack of a truck while driving it, and your girlfriend doesn't know who you are anymore, and she, you know, you send her away from the island uh, so that you can go and continue murdering your way through all the Far Cry enemies. Um, and the Far Cry 3 is the first one where you have this, like, objective-based take areas. There's these, you know, you'll find a, a, sh- a couple houses out in the middle of nowhere, uh, armed to the teeth with guys in, you know, all... They're not uniformed, but they're all wearing the same color. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, the gang color thing where, like, everybody just happens to all have bought the same uh, blouses and scarves in bulk. Yeah, no, the, the um, Batman villain problem. Yeah, uh, and of course what you do is you roll in and you massacre an entire compound like this, and a portion of your map goes from red to blue. Um, and they've been doing this for Far Cry 3. Uh, I want to say Far Cry Blood Dragon was actually a very different game. Um, yeah, but It was sure. built off the 3 engine. Then they did Far Cry 4, which was basically just the Far Cry 3 formula again. Then they did Far Cry, except it took place in um, the fake Indian subcontinent. I want to say fake Nepal is where it took place. Um, and then they did Far Cry 5, which took place, which was just Far Cry 3 and 4 again. But except it took place the in American Nebraska, South, yeah, or the American uh, Midwest, yeah, basically. Uh, wherever somewhere, Amon so, Bundy, somewhere in the rural. Americas where it was rural and not urban. Yeah, um, I, I want to say it was like Upper Midwest, sure. the, the the places where ranchers go sovereign citizen and start shooting. Uh, I, had, I got early access. Land was the one guys. AAA game I ever got early access on. Huh? Kind of a rough one to get early access on. Not the most exciting. Yeah, Fun game uh, and now we've ways, but. now we've got Far Cry Six, which I guess is looks to be about uh, Giancarlo Esposito is a uh, debauched, corrupt Latin American strongman. I'm sure we're gonna see oh, just yeah. the most confused Hugo Chavez, Nevo Morales. Yeah, um, sure, of course, right. bullshit. Um, he's just, but he's this debauched strongman who, uh, I mean, it's not a gameplay trailer we get. We get this cinematic trailer of him speaking to his son, it appears, um, his tiny child. Uh, he's like, like a 13 year old. Do you play as the child? I believe so. Oh, cool. Um, because the, the way it's structured is obviously he's like giving you speech about choices and consequence and how heavy the head is that wears the crown, and he puts a live hand grenade in your hands and takes you up to the top of uh, his uh, palazzo where uh, the people are rioting in the streets Mm -hmm. and protesting down there. You get this live hand grenade in your hand, and he he basically tells you uh, your choice is whether or not to throw the hand grenade into the crowd or not, Uh, because it's a very very unsubtle metaphor. No. uh, No. For things. Can't be. it's funny, of course, because the way they've color-coded this is um, the bad guys are in red. Um, it's a very it's a very stylish trailer. Uh-huh. Uh, Far Cry's always been really stylish with these, these trailers. Sure. Um, usually they pick a color, and they really just go all in on that color. Far Cry has uh, the problem of, like, the trailers being much better than the games, especially yeah. for 5 on. I mean, I, I just... There's nothing... There's nothing exciting about the franchise anymore. Yeah, I mean, Five's big problem was that they, their trailer made everybody think they were going all in on Trump. Like, people thought you were going to be hunting down and killing Trump people. Yeah, Um, and then they were like, no, no, it's like, like, no. It's actually just like like a weird, like, religious cult that... 
Yeah, these guys are a multinational corporation. They don't like they don't take sides. They're cowards. Yeah, very, um, very. It's like, cool. that, like that tweet of yours. That's the yeah. second time in, oh, in two weeks we've brought goodness, up that tweet. Yes, we just you must understand about them is that they are cowards. One of those enlightened few that we call cowards. We call cowards. Um, so yeah, so they've got this this theory, this theme of red running through the entire trailer, which of course means that the protesters are all wearing blue. Uh, right now in Latin America, running around with a blue kerchief around your neck is apparently a sign uh, uh, that you oppose abortion, oh. and usually have the concomitant political allegiances with um, someone on the far right. Uh, who opposes abortion in Latin America, Goodness. meaning you're fairly close to uh, a neo-Nazi. Fairly close to um, Mr. Joe Biden. Yeah. I, I said it, not you. Anyway, yeah. go Okay. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, we we saw uh, there was a tweet from someone about this where uh, they're selling this like this toy um, uh, dog, like the, 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 the oh, resistance, yeah. the yes. rebels have this cute little dog. I think that was Diaz's tweet. Diaz? Yeah, yeah, I think that was Diaz. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but she was the one that explained that. Uh, I believe that's her pronouns, right? Yes. She. she. Okay. Good. Um, she's the one who explained that. Yeah. No. Basically, there is an actual political um, context. <laughs> Weird that there's an actual political context for Latin America, and that the company that whose last foray to Latin America had them uh, causing an international incident with the country of Bolivia. Good old Ghost um, Recon, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. that was their big announcement. Oh. Far Cry Six is coming. Um, I sh- I'm, literally, I'm, I'm literally sure the just, gun shooting will be fine. Literally, just trading on Giancarlo Esposito being good in Breaking Bad. How many years later? Like just, I mean, he's been he's been he's made a cottage career out of being this sort of very calm psychopath. Look, I think he's great. I'm yeah. I'm just saying, like their player base. They are one hundred percent trading. <laughs> They're like, hey, yeah. it's 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 Gus from Breaking Bad. No, like, no, know. let's be reasonable. He was the villain in The Mandalorian most recently. Oh. That's where they know him from. I don't, I don't watch those franchises. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. I I just haven't. But uh, yeah, okay. Um, in any case, like, yeah, it just it seems like a completely. It just seems like something I'm gonna get a skip. Yeah. I mean, th- there remains the possibility that they'll show gameplay from it, and they'll have completely flipped the formula on its head, and the politics won't be completely batshit. Now it's but a strategy game. It's no, XCOM uh, yeah. now. I don't know why you'd expect that. Because um, you are the ga- a Charlie game they, Brown. <laughs> a game they did show footage for was this new Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh-huh. Um, looks like another one of those. Man... I just I um, I'm so tired of these formula games. Like I get it. If you like them then it's going to be cool. Like I'm I'm a sucker for when From Software puts out their next Dark Souls and stuff. I get it. Like man, it is just like depressing if you're not like a big fan. Like I I don't know. No. I mean, and those games are always too big. Yeah. And this looks like it's going to be another too big. Well, especially um, recently. Assassin's Creed like yeah. Odyssey and uh uh what's the other one? Uh, Origins. Origins. I'm See, I played and like Origins. I've heard I it's played, great. Beat Origins. Uh, I don't and I don't need to pick up Odyssey. I'm, the next one I'm going to play is going to be Odyssey. I don't need to pick it up for another year. 
Because Origins was enough Assassin's Creed to do me for a good 24 to 36 months. Yeah, fair enough. There's a, there was a lot of game there. It took me two months to beat that game, playing it fairly regularly. <laughs> uh, almost three. Like, there was a lot of game there. Right. Uh, including the DLCs. And but you know, I enjoyed my year. time with it. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, but it didn't really stick with me. Right. Uh, like... If I'm going to do something for, like, okay, so uh, the last game that I spent a month plus on after that was The Witcher 3. When I finally got into The Witcher 3, that game stuck with me. Uh Uh-huh. Origins did not. Yeah. Um, Just sort of came and it went. It was fun. Played really well. Um, But, you know... Bullshit! It's a it's a it's a, it's a uh, history roller coaster ride, with all of the flattening of history that you've come to expect from this the uh, franchise. It's the the franchise that gave you Karl Marx arguing against revolution. I loved I Karl um, Marx was such a bad character in those. Yeah. Oh god. Um, Anyhow, anything else? I, I saw some other. There was like one game that people were excited about, as I recall. Or like yeah, hyper aware, hyper. That sounds right. Hyper something. I don't know. It looks. It's a battle royale, I believe. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hyperscape. That's what it is. I mean, look, like um, that's. Uh, 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 Far be it for uh, me to bet against a uh, a um, battle royale. Um, let me just give you the headline from Kotaku. Hyperscape is high-flying fun, but it's still another battle royale. That's, I feel like Apex was the last one, game that was going to parachute into that space and make a huge impact. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, Apex, Apex was the last one that found like something different to do with it. Yeah. And like uh, you've seen – I mean Valorant even um, basically apes Apex. Like, I don't, there's not a lot. Yep. It's like Apex meets Counter-Strike. Like, I don't, I don't see a lot of people talking about Valorant now. Like, I, I feel like. No, Valorant seems like it. It's kind like of DLA. Valorant's big thing was it runs on any computer, right? Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so. That's it's, not really actually a draw. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's, that's the portability you want after you've gotten the gameplay draw to get the users to that. That is door. a red flag. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I can't see that being terribly interesting. But people are into it. Like, I don't know. I just. Oh, excuse me. I know it's not. Particular. That was our review of Hyperscape. Yeah, folks. really. Honestly. <laughs> no, um, like I don't. I, I know it's not a very professionally uh, or professional thing for me to say. But like, I just can't get excited about Ubisoft. I just like there's nothing there. Yeah, um, we can wrap this really quickly, this section, really quickly by talking about Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, which was the first game that hit. Now, uh, the context for this. The last week has been just monstrous body blows from the media on Ubisoft's reputation as a developer. Um, and professional, and you know, weighing in on its professional culture, which is dog shit from mm-hmm. all the allegations. Sure. And the first thing that you see in this trailer is a short film um, by some director. Uh, I'm not actually going to name them because I don't think that they really should want their name attached to this. <laughs> um, it's Werner Herzog. What, let's be clear. Yeah, no. It's Taika uh, Waititi. So <laughs> the way that this 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 short film in the Watchdogs Legion universe works is 
uh, a masked hacker kitty from DeadSec. You know the type. Colorful mask, hoodie, skinny jeans, incredible video game mobility, yeah, parkour, sure. all right. that stuff. That's fine. Is running through the streets of London, evading the police, or really here the privatized cops because the lorries. The game, the game won't. Like, uh, you know the thing they do when they don't have actual cops? They have private security cops. Yeah, so they'll know, never take they a stance on killing police. Them. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. exactly. Um, this person is running through the city being chased while a a um, roughing, a, a guy who might be able to get uh, voiceover work doing uh, direct-to-video animated versions of Jason Statham characters <laughs> um, does a voiceover. And in this voiceover... He quotes a version of Martin Niemöller's first They Came For <laughs> poem. You know this poem. Everyone knows this as poem. As the Holocaust poem. Yeah, it's the one though the one that everyone always does whenever there's something that no one cares about. Like uh like if Charlie Kirk get got like gets banned off of Twitter, they'll be like, Well, first they came for the conservatives and I said nothing for I was not a yeah. right. Like that that whole thing. But uh, that's not well, that's not meant to denigrate Niemöller who I think is fine. I've never heard anything bad. Yeah, about he was. Him. Uh, he was. You know, he was a guy. Uh, he was. He was one of the men detained eventually in in that because he was a. Uh, I believe he was a Catholic. He was a Lutheran priest. Yeah, that's uh, pretty. And obviously, an anti-war guy. Yeah, so he seems um, fine. But like, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, most people here is yeah, most people here it's first now. they. It's, yeah, um, here it's first they came for the gamers. Um, did they actually say that? No, I they uh, I believe it, it's really it's hard to hear because the sound mixing on the film is so fucking bad. Very nice, excellent. Um, but like the like journalists are in there. Um, I want to say like the, the, it's like people who are different. Ooh, people who act out. Yeah, different. Uh, that's so a, that's, and, the, and so that's the, the cool identity where I can be part of it, even as like a cis white guy. Yeah, and well, that is and that is the star of our the actual star of our uh, short. Is eventually this hacker kitty gets into a cab, driven by a unassuming normal bearded white guy, and that guy just decides, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna escape the law with this person. And there's a chase scene, <laughs> and eventually that person, like the they show uh, the police getting all that all the cab drivers info, uh, and now he's an enemy of the state, and they broadcast his information on the television and say, you know. Arrest this man on sight. All right, uh, and so the the hacker kitty takes the uh, you know the normie gamer um, dude who likes to play video games uh, to look, her hideout. I, I would believe it's I, yeah. I believe the uh, it's revealed that the hacker kitty is a, uh, it, a nubile teen in girl. a twist um, only, a twist uh, that that is straight out of um, Metroid One. Yeah, um, and th- she brings him to this room full of. Other people in masks, ridiculous masks. Uh, it looks sort of like a high-tech version of that party at the Overlook Hotel. Uh-huh, sure. Um, and, of course, eventually they hand him a mask, and now he has joined DeadSec. Just um, like uh, and after and – and, and the mask, it's a half-Doom mask, and you play the game as <laughs> MF Doom. It there's like one guy is like a rabbit with a top hat. Is uh, you know it, it it's really like it could go either way between sex cult and um, armed – you know Generic what? It, you know what it's like when nerds get together. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly uh, so. And then, and then, so like minutes after uh, quoting the Martin Niemöller 
poem, we've got like them introducing this character who's like a soccer hooligan whose combat fighting style is he drinks and punches people. So there's uh-huh. this wild tonal variance going on with Watch Dogs Legion. Glad they're doing a lot um, with the uh, with the British setting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, like, yeah, like one of his special news is apparently he crushes the can on his forehead and then he headbutts you. Huh. Okay, um, cool. Um, uh, so the way that game looks, like the actual structure of it is uh, they claim that there are no main characters, that you can recruit anybody in the world. So it's a gotcha? Uh, to be part of your team. Well, here's how it's going to work. Here's how I think it's going to work and from looking at the gameplay. So they have X number of voice actors come in, and each one of these voice actors represents, like, a character. Uh-huh. Not an actual named character, you know, but a, a list of, like, characteristics and lines that this character says. So, like, one of the characters, the archetypes in these, these trailers is the naughty old lady who keeps kicking coppers in the balls. Uh-huh. Um... She's shown up in all of the press stuff for it because it's, this is just obviously so fucking funny. It's, it's incredibly encourageable. Yeah, that old lady doing something funny. With a taser who, who like, you know, kicks a cock in the junk. Uh, so And that's one character. So you have the voice actor record all of the lines for that character. Uh-huh. And, you know, those lines may change. There's probably variance in, you know, in, in what they're used for. And it's probably more loose like collection of dialogue lines instead of like a specific character with a specific viewpoint. Then you take that template and you apply a character class to it. Uh-huh. Like uh, this person is an electrician or a construction worker or a, you know, security guard. And that gives you your mechanical class. So, you know, what special attacks you have, uh, like the, our lad, the, 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 the drunk fighter. The guy who gets drunk and assaults people as his character class. That would be one, you know, archetype right? Uh, for that. And then they apply, like, you know, just a randomizer on the character creation screen for the look. Gotta, gotta so, wonder what Dead Sex thinking about uh, bringing that guy in. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's good at parties. So, like, the claim that the game has infinite characters is true. But there's really only a certain number of actual templates that just get randomized at the end of the day. And then suddenly, oh, that means infinite characters. Uh, yeah. And that just doesn't sound like, like – that That sounds like you've mainly just punted on writing a story is what it's done. Uh, like Because now, now there can't be any character movement because there can't be anybody with names. There can't be any set – uh, like, there there will be one constant good guy character. It's a quippy AI. Oh, It's an great. AI that's got jokes. I, you know, I loved, um, I, I just decided I couldn't get enough of uh, of the the bland, uh, humorless dialogue of Borderlands 3. And I was just hoping someone yeah. would do more of it. Um, so, and, and it looks like it's sort of like the way that the you're actually going to get a narrative is going to be like Crackdown, the Crackdown games. If you remember that, the narrative was entirely driven by the narrator the 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 evil cop and also by the villains like you you weren't actually playing a character yourself with motives and dreams and any sort of internal life you were like participating in the humiliation downfall and defeat of all these gang leaders uh-huh. and they were the ones who actually had stories in the game and it sucked it was dog shit it's a dog shit way to tell a story it's a dog shit way to tell a video game narrative 
But that looks like uh, what they're going to do for Watch Dogs Legion. Hey, you know what? If it worked once with the Immortal Crackdown games, it'll work again. Hey, they got three of them. Uh, no By one played two or three. skin of their teeth. I don't. I think literally no one played Crackdown three. I'm fairly certain at least half of our listeners either have forgotten or didn't know that the third game exists in that series. It's a strange um, series. I honestly like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it was the open world pioneer game that time forgot. Uh, the original Crackdown was so influential, and then it just vanished. <laughs> I mean, apparently with good reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Ubisoft. Uh, I don't think I'll be covering any of those games anytime soon. But you know, maybe maybe they'll prove me wrong. Um, I'm not even sure many of them are coming out this year. So. Uh, let me tell you. I mean, watch watch Legion. Legion's about to come out. I'm pretty sure. Let me tell you. Even this year. even if they prove me wrong about that, they won't prove me wrong about being a vicious predatory company that uh, uh, does terrible things to its employees. So that is true. Um, go to hell, Ubisoft. That is what that is the official patch notes uh, stance yep, on that, Ubisoft. That's right. Hi, folks. Have you ever had the nagging suspicion that your hairline is retreating on you? Ever get curious about why it suddenly feels so breezy up there? Well, Father Time comes for us all, and when you think he might be coming for your hair, get him out of there with Keeps. Yes, friends, Keeps, a revolutionary new treatment for male pattern baldness and hair loss that, when used at the first signs of balding, allows you to keep that beautiful head of hair full and firm. Best of all, you can use Keeps from the comfort of your own home. Simply visit one of their doctors online and have a prescription mailed to the convenience of your own home. Every three months you'll get more, and if you're worried about the price, don't! Keeps uses a generic version of hair loss medicines and passes the savings on to you. A new price for a new you starting at $10 a month. But don't forget to act soon, because the key to Keeps is prevention, not regrowth. Save that head of hair, friend, before it goes away, and save it today with a special offer code by going to www.keeps.com slash Hagelbon. That's www.keeps.com slash H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. Go there and receive your first month free and tell them Hagelbon sent you. Um, um. So let's talk about another group of people who can go to hell. Um well, you can tell I'm one beer in. Uh, the Army. The United States military is gaming. Bomb. Bomb. I feel like they're doing the NFL, Twitch voice. Yeah, it's the same. They're, uh, yeah, so the U.S. military is, uh, in, is getting into esports. Um, you may have um, intuitively guessed that recruitment is all the way the fuck down. For the army, can't believe that no one um, wants to be involved in uh, Trump's panic war with like whatever country he throws a dart at and hits on a map. I mean, yeah, I mean, and just beyond that, the you know Afghanistan remains a meat grinder. Yeah, um, it, we haven't been involved in anything that we could even like lie and say was a good war in um, multiple generations, lifetimes. I mean, you could you could um, lie. I've seen people lie and say Vietnam was a good war. So let's let's use Vietnam as an example. Uh, since 1973, being extraordinarily generous, there's been uh, mm-hmm. nothing that you could even find anyone that would like on the far right saying was reasonable. No, no, no. Well, the, the far right will go to bat for all of these things, uh, especially the first Desert Storm. 
Um, Desert Storm won. But I see a lot the of thing about the, the reason that the first Direct War was moral was because we comp stomped them. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's that's why that war is remembered fondly on on the right. It's because we massacred right. Um, right. our old proxy in that region, Saddam Hussein, um, after he was no longer of use to us uh, after the Iran Iraq War. Um, so we decided to go in there and uh, massacred him, his uh, soldiers, and uh, uh, slowly starved his country for the next decade until we went in and finished the job of dismantling the country ourselves. But look, I mean, like, I, I think even those, well, anyway, we're, we're a video games podcast. We don't have to debate over who thinks what war is reasonable. None of them are. Um, but yes, uh, you're right. Like, I think I think you could argue that people think Desert Storm 1. Let's, let's even go with that. Let's say people thought Desert Storm 1 was worthwhile. Um, you're talking. Ain't no teenager like Desert Storm wanted for today's Zoomers is like ten years before they were born. Yeah, that's ninety two. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on, like two days in ninety two, basically, were the last time none of these anyone yeah. got excited about the military. And none of these kids have yeah. even been alive in peacetime. Yeah, well, yeah, like, sure. We've Eternal they've war. been we, the United States has been uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan literally their entire lives. Feels like they've been um, there my entire life, and I, I I'm a yeah. uh, millennial, so yeah. Um, so uh, to address the growing issue of you know because obviously the the current way the military uh, recruits right now is they uh, they get kids with college debt, uh, they Shanghai kids that are going to the prison system. Yep. Um, and right now, and they are they're. Now launched this initiative to try to trick gamers into joining the military. The the I mean, um, listen. If you're gonna pick a if you're gonna pick a uh, at risk group, why not gamers? Yeah. Why not us? Um, and you know, and I've seen a number of people say that of course that this logic, uh, where the United States military and its attendant uh, sergeants and corporals who run these accounts, because parts of the recruitment group. Uh, the strategies they're using are basically akin to grooming, just with a different intended outcome. It sucks. Like it's it like literally, you can see some you know, uh, um, some officer first class or whatever, like someone from from officer training school, like or officer candidate school, someone like straight out of OCS tweeting at the Discord account, being like, "Ooh, ooh I love this this plushie you made." Like it's yep. it sucks so much. Yep, and you know, uh, there's uh, the the discrete news item that we're commenting on is that Twitch has finally put their foot down and forced the official verified U.S. military Twitch stream to stop running fake um, raffles, fake uh, giveaways <laughs> that actually just send you to a recruitment form. Incredible! Like you sign you sign up for the for the raffle, but what you're actually signing up for when you click that link is uh, the military recruitment. It, it, they're not actually able to get you into the military through that link, but it does put you on their list and give you all the information so that they can get followed up on. Did it. I ever tell you my recruitment story? It's very, no. it's very short. Um, Cause no one wanted me. Uh, but I, uh, I got a call from the Marines uh, who did want me for some reason. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like they just, they would get some kid who was like an English and like good at English and like, uh, Oh, what year was this? Uh, this would have been 2003. So they needed, they wanted you for Fallujah. Yeah. They wanted any, any person, any person they could get. 
Um, I guess Felicia was a year or two later. But, but yes, yeah, they wanted you as a body. Yeah, right. Um, in Iraq. And they called me and said, hey, would you like to join the Marines? And I, I said, um, yeah, I'm not like I'm not actually all that interested like in the army. I don't I don't want to join the army. And uh, and the person got really offended. It was like, sir, this is the oh, mar- this he, is the Marines. Yeah. <laughs> like, think about it again. We're offering you to join the Marines. And I was like, ah, no, like I that is the best troll. Yeah, I, I didn't even mean it. And like I, I, yeah. I like I legitimately offended like a person who calls. Well, that's the best own, right? Yeah, that's the best own where you don't care. And he cares a whole lot. Yeah, and it's like it's someone and, who like who literally calls people all day and hears the worst stuff from them, like yeah. you know. And 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 I have just like ruined his day by saying he's like. Oh, he's I don't like think he did. That's a strategy, right? That's a, that's oh, yeah, a no, way no, to try know, to impress know, to you that, that this yeah. is different. Yeah, but I I basically was just like yeah I I'm still not interested and, and hung up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean naturally because I'm not a marine currently. Um, but yeah, like the I don't know, like I think I think the uh the current uh recruiting is look, as my uncle who is uh is a was a career uh, military man uh currently in the in the, in a in an agency which I mean, I want to blow up his spot. So, um well, I mean, it's fine. He it's <laughs> military jokes blowing up. Yeah, spots. there you go. Um but uh, you know, he said, "You know, when, he, when when's a how do you know a recruiter's lying? Uh, his lips are moving. Like this is yeah. this is the this is what people know about recruiters at this point. Like eh, they're scum. Uh, so like, yeah, I get it. Like I get why they'd say like, hey, I got the switch thing. Maybe we can figure out a way to get the kiddies on this into into what we're doing. It is um, extremely gross, though. Yeah, and uh, it's not going away anytime soon because they." Uh... Biden administration going to be, uh, ex- you know, reminding the world who's in charge again once he's back in office. So uh, that's right. Maybe baby. Get some of these kids down to Venezuela. Sure. Why not? Throw the rightfully elected government. We got We got to right. have some good wars that people can get into. And like oh. and, and if then if anyone doesn't like them, they can say, like, my grandmother cried tears of joy when. Uh, this communist leader was was overthrown. So how dare you get like how dare you uh, go against my grandma? Um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. I you know I don't know like I I would. Uh, what do you think is the best game that the army Twitch could uh, could stream? My theory is Spec Ops the line. Spec Ops that's a funny one. That's good. I I, I I'm with you. I would like them to stream Undertale. I want to see. I want to see them work <laughs> genocide run. I want to see them work through the politics of Undertale on like on stream, just like you know some 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 jarhead like really working through uh, the, the the quality of 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 what's going on in Undertale, like uh, just just dealing with it. That would be that would be cool to me. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't you know what if you're if you're listening to the show and you're 18 years old, like. I'm I'm in no position to tell you what to do. You you know you have to deal with you know your own kind of life. I get it, um, but look like you don't need the military. Uh, if it, you know if if you can manage to live your life without the military, uh, do it. You know. Yeah, and just know that if you do decide to go to their Twitch channel. Um, Fortunately, it is policy now to ban you if you ask them why they keep committing war crimes. 
They can ban you if you ask them that? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's their their channel. They can ban you for whatever. I guess that's true. Uh, Based on the hit game Gamer Girl that's coming out, I I could imagine Mm -hmm. that's the case. FMV games in 2020, huh? You know, the funny thing is, like, some of the stuff that Wales Interactive makes looks kind of interesting, and like, Mm -hmm. but like, this does not. (laughs) I I I have a really high secondhand embarrassment threshold Mm -hmm. or low secondhand embarrassment threshold uh, when it comes to FMV stuff. Yeah, so I just have not watched that trailer. It's rough. Like, it's you should watch it. It is truly like it is truly like the weirdest the weirdest thing you can imagine like the one the one element of of the the appeal is uh you you become so like okay so this game called gamer girl uh leaked today and uh basically sony put it up put a trailer up and then instantly was like uh actually nope no 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 no. excuse me uh we did not mean to put that up uh the did forget you saw that um but of course everyone got it um uh, Rod Breslow slasher um, got it initially, um, I believe, and uh, the 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 basic thing that that was seen was this uh, this weird FMV game where you are a uh, a person who is a moderator for a woman's uh, Twitch channel, and the game promises you get to become part of her life. Uh, you get to be her friend. Yeah. You get to sort of like tell her not to call her boyfriend or to call her boyfriend. It sucks, man. <laughs> it's like this. It's so sounds bad. Sounds like you know, if someone was doing a really like, you know, how Ten Things I Hate About You is an adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew. I do know that. Yes, this sounds like the only good or you know only valuable or even worthwhile artistic outcome of this. Could be if it was an adaptation of Nabokov's Lolita. Yeah, there you go. Like it, it like someone pointed out. I think in my Discord that like the uh, the no cartridge Discord that like there's a way for this to work. Like there's a way for this mm-hmm. to be about parasocial relationships or or, or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Um, there's a way for the whole thing to produce some critique of God. I don't know, like uh, the way that. Um, people become connected to these personalities even though they don't know them but this game clearly is not doing <laughs> like this game literally the the arc of the game is you become friends with this woman and she is so like so dependent on you that she like literally asks you to to like decide if she's going to pick up a phone call or whatever like you become like the the guide to her dealing with this horrible situation where i guess her boyfriend pulls a cape fear like it's it it looks bad. Mm-hmm. So, certainly sounds bad. Sounds like I don't really actually want to see that trailer. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to watch it. It's very stupid. Actually, let's watch it together right now. Oh, for fuck's sake. This All right. Send me a link. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, listen, this is what happens when I have a beer when we watch it. The show becomes way better. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, here we go. Um, let's see. Where, where are we going? Gamer Girl, Gamer Girl, here we go. Uh, I'm going to send you the the link from uh, Slasher himself. Um, problematic guy, uh, from what I can understand, so, you know. But I put it in the chat, so we can... Um, all right, let's see here. All right, so let me know when you're ready to start, and I will hit 
I will hit play with your Peggy 18. All right. All let's right, go. go. That is, well, yep, okay. Another minute and a half of this. It's very good. FMV Future. I can't think of, hi, hi, Abby Cake. Hello, Abby Cake. You are the moderator. You are the good moderator. Good job, Mark. Control the chat stream. Elf. Gets a call. Make Ignore it. Choices it might together. be Jack. Unknown caller. Fun. This is... This music needs to be like 90% more creepy. Yeah, I know. I love that the streamer is... Oh, well, that guy. I like the boyfriend. Yeah, he's, he, he's He looks like a real psycho. I tried texting Jack. I'm worried. I love, like, you're the moderator, and she's like, I, I, I need to go visit my abusive boyfriend. Uh, what should I do, moderator? Oh, here we go. Yeah, here's where it turns creepy. All right. What needs to happen there? Yes. Yes. Okay, but now we need the other world from Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be. <laughs> and then it turns into vaporwave. All right, see. I told you you needed to watch it. All right, so, all right, so if, everything, if everything's shown in the first 90, uh, 70 seconds of that trailer is just the first, like, hour of the game. Mm-hmm. And then the entire rest of the game is the insane boyfriend stalking you, and then you appear like in this this rusted out, burned out industrial zone that we see in the final you play that couple game. sections. And yeah, and, and like uh, uh, weirdly, your avatar has come out of the computer <laughs> to follow her around. I, like I'm trying to figure out because for the first. Part of that section, you're obviously in the Twitch, the fake Twitch chat. Yeah, you're chat. just you're, you're just not like, in the same room as you're her. some you're some person who she's like brought on as a mod. Like this is what yeah. people who have big Twitch streams do. They bring on people who as mods, and like they just they they run it. It's not like you become friends with them. But in the world of this game, you have become like, friends. Eventually, with them. like yeah, like eventually, like it just seamlessly transitions to you suddenly being there in her life. Yeah. Like, like out there partying with her. Yeah. You get to be, you get to be like, hang out with her friends. You're like really valued. It is. I mean, no, I mean, it looks like you're playing her boyfriend. It's like, at this point, it looks like you're her most, you're her platonic boyfriend. Effectively. Like it is, it is. That dancer didn't look platonic. Well, listen, like she's, she's sublimating some feelings for you. It is, Uh it is the worst. It is the worst fantasy of any, like, mod uh, I, I would assume like any woman who streams is like looking at this and being like oh geez they've just empowered my stupid mods to have crushes on me <laughs> like well no this is why i'm saying if the actual moral of the story is that if you go and try to swoop in and steal this woman from her boyfriend you get thrown into the uh the horror parable of silent hill then then you know maybe they'll think twice that, so your your lesson in this is uh you're hoping that the abusive boyfriend sends the girl to Silent Hill, but also your avatar. Well, I mean, he's there too. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I forgot. Uh, what about I'm mainly Silent what I'm Hill hoping works. is it looks like anything more interesting than what I just watched. Yeah, it's that's that's mainly what I'm hoping. It's a truly like it's a truly miserable trailer. Like it's it's very dumb. Like the the fact that one of the selling points is 
you know, like become part of her life is just like, I mean, like, come on, like just the, the most puerile fantasy about like what it is to know a girl. Like, yeah. yeah. And nothing, nothing against um, our, our actresses here, but uh, that cosplay needed work. <laughs> the elf it was cosplay? like a, I guess it was like a, a a knockoff night elf cosplay I guess yeah I feel like that, uh, that's uh, that's on the uh, that's, that's on the costuming that's on yeah costuming. the costuming department I feel yeah. like the acting's fine like it's not yeah it's I mean yeah that's, it's, it's, it is what it it's is it's okay like it's um, it it is better than most FMV games it's better than uh, night night stalker or uh, uh, what what is that game called a night trap. And it's better yeah. than uh, Sewer Shark, so if you're thinking about and, that. And frankly, she's been handed a truly thankless task. I was really interested. We got one line from the boyfriend that sounded like he was doing an accent. I also uh, like And the, I really want to hear what that accent I is. I also love – I mean, it's it's Wales Interactive, so who, who can say? But um, I, I not enough Welsh in this. Uh, I, like, I like that the boyfriend in this also says um, – like you're streaming again, Abby? As yeah, if like does he did, does he not understand what the what the business model is? Is here? streaming a problem for most people? Like, are a lot of boyfriends really mad when their girlfriends stream? It's like there's like I mean, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. If your partner is a streamer, they are streaming six days a week. Yeah, that's how that's, streaming. That's works. how it works. Um, like maybe if 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 they're comfortable enough, if you have a another revenue stream, like if it's, if you're both working. And your job is good enough that uh, he or she doesn't have to, only has to provide utilities and a portion of rent and groceries, let's say. Like, if you've got enough coming in on your side, maybe they can take two days off. You know, maybe they can do five days a week. This is how if, streaming know, it, works. I, like, but, and like, but the thing is, like, if you're a really big streamer, you have to ta- you get to take off less time because – the the bigger you are, the more you lose when you're not streaming. And Abby's got the chops. I mean, she dresses up. She plays yeah. multiple different games. She uh, she mm. talks about self care. Um, she has a friend come over at one point. Yeah, there's a friend. Um, Honestly, it's a good stream, and the boyfriend just seems unhappy with it. Um, yeah. I mean, good. Well, I mean, good some, news. Uh, you, the noble mod, are there to help yeah. moderate not only her Twitch stream but her life, which is very normal and a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm sure that game will be great. If it ever comes out. I can't wait to play The Quiet Man 2. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of playing stuff, John, what are you playing recently? I uh, just – we're recording this on a Friday night, uh, the 17th, night of the 17th. And so and, we're both uh, out goes, partying. Yes. Um, with, uh, with the Twitch streamer and her uh, <laughs> moderator friend. Yeah, her uh, moderator. No, I'm playing – I'm playing Ghost uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay. Uh, how's how's that so far? Four. Uh, it's been getting bad reviews. I'm enjoying it more than most people. Um, it is. I mean, for what I've heard, it is. Um, you know, outside of the the kind of like uh, ever present racism and and historical like. Hey, it got a forty out of forty from Famitsu Magazine. Thank you very much. I don't. I <laughs> listen, um, but uh, anyway, the racism um, as well as the. Um, the the other thing I've heard is that it's a very much a checklist game, yeah. like it's an open world game. Yeah, it's an it's an people keep saying it's an old style open world game, but it it just feels like you know I'm not sure the formula has actually evolved to a place where you can give Ghost of Tsushima shit for being a okay. It's it's Witcher three style. There's a bunch of question marks in your map. Mm-hmm. Go to the question marks. Do the activities. Yeah, some of these question marks will be like. 
boutique side quests uh, that have bespoke plot elements to them. Some of them will be, uh, you know, codified, you know, um, follow the fox to a shrine. Uh, you get to pet the fox, which is really nice. Fox is adorable. Okay, cool. Um, you know, it's either, you know, either a bespoke side quest or a one of a number of side activities. Okay. Um, and people are saying, like, we want more. The, the open world style is progressing past that, and I don't think it is. No, I, I've seen... <laughs> I, I have not seen evidence of that. Yeah, I mean, what, what um, open world game has progressed past that? I mean, like, can you name yeah, one? So, yeah, so I'm a couple hours in. I'm currently, uh, you know, I'm just going south on the map. Uh, you know, seeing what I find, okay. going to the question marks when I go to the question marks. Uh, runs a lot better than I expected. I heard it uh, runs like trash on the PS4, like, high-quality resolution uh-huh. uh, setting. And it's clear that they've made some fidelity compromises to get it to run this well. Like, maybe the rock textures aren't as detailed as, they as you'd be. expect. Yeah. As, Expecting them to be the water doesn't look as good as maybe uh, you know a late gen PS4 game should be, um, but it runs at a stable 30. Okay. On the, I am playing on a base, so yeah. I don't have access to this special uh, resolution mode. It runs at a very stable 30. It runs fantastically. It loads quickly, uh, and the art style is just so good. Okay. That it carries uh, the shortcuts they had to take to get it to run this well. Um, the lighting is fantastic. Uh, it, it very much has learned a lot from the from The Witcher Three specifically. Um, combat is very uh, toolkitty. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, structures, things you need to do, stances. Let's say. Okay, so sort um, of like Neo. different weapons. Yeah, I, like I said earlier on Twitter, it's sort of like what if Neo was easier? Okay. Um, the one thing I'm really missing from the combat that really sucks is there's no lock-on. Okay, yeah, that uh, does suck. It's not a lock-on-based game. That super sucks. Which isn't, which isn't a problem until you start rolling around, and then you have to start fighting the camera. Uh, and fighting the camera while you're trying to fight four-armed men isn't great. Yeah, that makes um, sense. There is a really cool feature that only really works in the conceit of this, uh, what Western guys think uh, samurai-era Japan was like. Um, where you've got this thing called the standoff. Basically, it's like a call-out mechanic. So if you're running across the open world and you run into a bunch of Mongols, because the the the, th- the game is based on, loosely based on, the actual real-life invasion of the island of uh, Tsushima off the coast of Japan uh, by the Mongol army okay. uh, during the... Uh, this is a... The guy leading the Mongols is the brother of Kublai Khan, who is the grandson of Genghis Khan. I hear that so in Xanadu to Kublai Khan, uh, stately pleasure dome decree. <laughs> is that, okay. Does that show up in the game? Uh, no, okay. I don't believe well, so. Sorry, fine. Uh, not that I've seen yet. Anyway, so you've got the Mongols. Uh, if you run across the Mongol patrol, um, you get the chance to press up on the D-pad, and your guy will swagger out and basically you know, say, send your best guy out to fight me. And the Mongols will do this. They will... Um, you know, entertain you, uh, indulge you in this. Uh, and you have this, Seems like... perfectly reasonable um, for them to do it, since they have no reason to uh, abide by your conditions. Well, it's also, like, a, it's still a going to be a six-verse-one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're sort of sitting in the driver's seat. Uh, so you get this abbreviated, like, dual setting, where you have to hold down the triangle button on the controller and wait for the guy to step to you. Mm. 
because you always let the guy attack first. And if you release the triangle button in time, uh, he, like, draws a sword in one shots the enemy. Uh, wow. If you fuck it up, you die. <laughs> That's cool, though. Um, at least I think you die. Uh, I haven't actually fucked it up yet, but I'm pretty, you know, it's, it would only be fair if you died, and it's very easy to die in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what this does is, so it, it like, organizes the encounter. Um, so you're going across this world, and you run into a patrol. You can just hit this button to get all the enemies congregated nicely into a, a set-piece fight where you will either win by knowing the combat system, or you will die badly. Um... And that's really good. Uh, that, you know, it makes it so you're not running around hunting down enemies as much. Uh, it makes it so you very rarely run into situations where you're ambushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, though you can be ambushed because there is also a bandit faction. And the bandit oh, faction good. does not appear to really care about these these notions of, you know, one-on-one manly combat. <laughs> Weird. Um, it's because they're bandits. Um, and then, of course, there's the stealth stuff. Uh, which I haven't really gotten into yet since very early in the game. Um, but basically, it seems like you can just walk around killing people okay. through, uh, in, the, in the high weeds. Uh, and each time you're like, because you're playing a samurai, he feels like very guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll occasionally flash back while... This is this is probably the worst implementation of a flashback I've seen in games. This is not a narrative Impressive. decision I would have made. But Impressive that it is the this worst. is not 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 the worst flashback, but the worst implementation of yeah. it. The first time you do a ledge kill, mm-hmm. where you jump down from a ledge above and stealth kill someone, it flat it pauses the game and flashes you back to you telling your uncle you'll ne- you'll always follow the honorable way of the samurai, no. even if that's you kicking off a fight. So like then you come out of the cutscene, and it's like all right. Now, like I, my entire, I, I've just been thrown off my game. I've had to watch a a, a fifteen second cutscene that was actually just a repackaging of a cutscene I'd previously seen to remind me that oh, this is dishonorable, but it's also the gameplay loop. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, now what do I do? Uh, it, it, that that threw me for a loop the first time I saw. It. Luckily, it only happens the first time. The, Thank the next God. <laughs> Seventy times you ledge kill someone, uh, he doesn't um, whine. He doesn't li- think back to what his uncle told him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the point of the game is to rescue your uncle. So like the uncle does matter, but um, all uncles matter. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, it definitely is uh, stronger on the aesthetics than the story <laughs> so far. Okay. Um, that seems it's an fair. open world game though. So what were you expecting? Right. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I have a feeling it's one of those games. I, I have a feeling that once I get a beer or two in, uh, I may not be able to do the harder fights. Okay, fair enough. Because there's just so much systems work, um, and mashing doesn't really get you where you need to go. Um, but then I, ha- I had that problem with Sekiro and Neo. I think it's a little bit easier than those two games. Uh, so yeah, I'll have more thoughts about that next time. Cool. Um, I'm still playing. Uh, I think I talked about it the last time, but I'm still playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four. Mm-hmm. Um, which is excellent. Um, it's it's. I mean, it's not actually that long. It's a. Uh, it's maybe like a sixty-hour game. Um, so long, but in the in the, you know, space of modern RPGs, not too bad. Um, it's fun. It's. Uh, I'm I'm starting to uh, think about the ways to get uh, the correct. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about the ways of getting the correct uh, um, ending that I want. 
Yeah, so, are you going law, chaos, or is neutral an option? Neutral is an option. Um, okay. But in, and in this game, it is like the the option. Uh, okay. Or not the option, but like, uh, so in, in, in Nocturne and Shin Megami Tensei 3... I thought traditionally it was like the coward's way out. Well, yeah, no, it is. But like in Shin Megami Tensei 3, there is a, a, a true demon mode that you can get if you do a lot of extra <laughs> things. And that's the good ending. That's the cool ending. Um, okay. In this, it's neutral. Neutral is the way to go. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah, I just, I'm just figuring out what I have to do. Uh, but it's fun. Like, all the side quests are neat. Um, the way they're implemented is fun. Uh, the the I, I hate to say it, but it does feel good to play an SMT game on the DS. Like, it, it, it feels like a system that is very, uh, I don't know, like, very um, appropriate. For what Mm -hmm. you're doing in that game, which is a lot of balancing demons and kind of min-maxing and stuff like that. Um, Obviously, I hope SMT5 is is on the big systems and and actually comes out someday. Uh, But it does rock. Have you played uh, Strange Journey yet? Not yet, but it is on my list. Okay. Yeah, I've heard really... I've played a little bit of it. I only had it uh, um, for a little while uh, because I lost the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lost the handheld ah, console. Well, I was using to play it yeah. uh, during a move, hmm. but um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed my time with that game um, as well. I, I've never really been able to get through the the SMT games, like the Persona games, are the ones I've been able to power through. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably give the next SMT a shot when it comes out. If um, if yeah, it comes yeah. out. <laughs> anyway, cool. Um, well. Uh, that's patch notes, everyone. Uh, go follow John mm-hmm. at John Bernhard. Uh, mm-hmm. Go read his work on Goonhammer. Um, anything else you're doing? No, that's about it. All right. Well, I am still Trevor Strunk. I'm still at Hagelbun, and uh, I will talk to you all soon, I hope. Yep. All Good right. night. Night, John. Night. Night.